the hardest part of becoming a person is you really got to some things only get you really get credit for once put to the test like when it's really easy to be unfriendly like in an argument i mean if you're in an argument you can usually get people get you can it's easy to get kind of kind of aggressive and then it, it just degrades and you're not friendly and then no one wants to listen to each other so becoming friendly in the most extreme situation i think could have be farther reaching effects like like mm-hmm. if you're more, if you're friendly in the worst possible, in the hardest possible area to be friendly. That's like a true test be, of character. If you're friendly in in the ultimate test, when you put it to the ultimate test, you might you're probably gonna be friendly in other places. Welcome to episode four of the Younger, Smarter, Better podcast, teaching teens and young adults important life skills and habits so they are better educated to deal with life and never have to say the phrase, I wish I knew that when I was an adult. I'm your host, Christian Alita. Today, we are going to be discussing how to become a friendlier person and some stories from our experience of becoming friendlier people. Hello, I, I'm, I'm here this time along with Christian and, uh, and Vikas. Hello. Yeah. So, unfortunately, our friend and co-host Will is unable to join us. I hear Justin. You know exactly why he's. Yes, yes. I'm getting reports in from. I reports in that uh, Will has died in a fiery blaze of death, uh, called uh, sickness, and he is currently he's he's become Kratos and he's now fighting his way through every god in existence uh, to escape Helheim. So he he should be here by next week. Next week, hopefully. But we'll see what happens with that. So on the note of Kratos and fighting out of Valheim, let's talk about how to become a friendlier person. Kratos isn't very friendly. No, that's, that's kind of the point. Anyway, what do you think are some traits that makes a person a friendlier person? More like, a, well, when we say friendlier person, we mean like more approachable and you're more willing to like do things for them and you want to be around them more often. What do you think of like off, off the top of your head would be some like traits of friendly people? I don't know, Christian. Tell us. Okay, great. Why don't I uh, start right off with they give honest and sincere appreciation? Because I think, like, a lot of, like, whenever you have, like, a good friend and stuff, and they're, like, actually, like, uh, giving sincere appreciation and, like, honest appreciation for whatever you're doing and stuff, it, it feels a lot better than someone who's like, yeah, good job now. I, I want to go do X, Y, and Z. That's my thing. Like, they actually spend time and they care about you rather than just using you to do their own stuff. So I think that's kind of like, you know, a big big thing about being a friendlier person. What do you have, uh, Vikas? Um, yeah, I totally agree with you said, but um, one other thing I think, which is a major thing that makes somebody a friendly person, is their body language, specifically um, their smile, because smiles are contagious. When you smile at somebody, they start to smile, they feel happy, you feel happy. There's good vibes going on wrong. You don't even need to say anything. Just a smile makes everybody happier. Just your body language. Yeah, just don't do a creepy smile. Yeah, don't do the one from it. That 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 will drive me away. Oh this. god, don't that uh, or the don't. or have you seen have you seen the Terror Fire, Netflix? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Um, it's yeah okay. It's pretty scary. Don't look up picture of it. Uh, Too late. Too okay, late. go back to topic. Um. Yeah, back to topic. Was it that? Oh empathetic? my god, that's scary. Oh. <laughs> okay yeah, uh lesson learned don't don't search up things on the internet going back to the last episode uh christian was talking about em- empathetic listening and i think that's a i mean you really pick up on that when you never really notice someone who's really listens it's a much night it's much 
nicer interaction with someone, just friendlier interaction with someone. So I think that would be important. Yes, definitely. I think also when, when someone's talking, give them your full attention. You aren't like staring at your phone or something. I think that's just kind of like one of the other things that in today's today's world, it's so much easier because we have, you know, smart watches and like phones practically glued to our hand. It's so much easier to just like not pay attention to anybody. And it's like giving someone like full attention really shows one that you're with them and that you like care about what they're saying. And two, that you're actually focused and you like understand and can relate with what they're saying. So I think that's a really big part of becoming a friendly person is to actually like pay attention and give your full attention to whenever your friend or someone is speaking. Totally agree. So another thing that could make somebody more friendly or something you want to be if you want to see more friendlier is number one, this um, happens to me all the time. I get kind of frustrated when some people don't give me this, but eye contact. Eye contact, like you said, is a major thing. It shows that you're paying attention and you're focusing on the person, mm-hmm. and it helps uh, your audience have give you attention so you know they're paying attention. And the other thing as a speaker, I know I said this last episode, but you need to know your audience. You can't yeah. just like ramble on for 20 minutes and be stiff as a board. You got to show some movement. And most importantly, I do this all the time. Whenever I'm giving public or formal speeches, you got to use hand gestures. Hand, hand gestures gesture. express your emotions without you having to say a single word. If you're hyped out about something and you're using hand gestures, everybody in that room will know. If you're stiff as a board, people think you're just reading off like a Google Doc script. And you don't want that to happen. You want to no. be passionate about whatever you're saying. And that's how you become friendly. That's how you get people to come to you. It's definitely using hand motions, definitely. But just be careful and not be too excessive with hand motions. I was, uh, yes. One time yes. that we have from the, the lunchroom <laughs> stories is I was like a, telling this story of how I was driving on the road. And it was really hard to see. So I started waving my Just hands around as if I was driving. And Justin's drink was out there over in the open. And then I, I was pretending I was driving, moving my hands back and forth like I was getting on the steering wheel. And then I veered to the left, right into his water bottle, and, psh, and the water went all over his homework and everywhere over the table. Nope. It was, oh, my goodness. It was, then, uh, it was iced tea, and it was all over my physics. So, uh, I, I proceeded to then laugh hysterically. <laughs> uh, yes. Lunch is great. So back onto the whole being part of what we've been saying is paying full attention using eye contact, using, like, body language, that sort of stuff, it all comes down to being a active listener and being a good listener. You actually, one of the stories that I've heard from um, one of the books that I've read is that you defining a good, like, conversationalist, oftentimes there's two parts of a conversation, right? There's the talking to someone and then there's the listening. Most people fail to, like, really comprehend the whole listening part, and they're just really kind of, and we said this last time as we touched on in this episode three, all about seeking first understand, is spending time to kind of, like, understand what they're doing and actually listening to them. That's a whole part of conversation is listening to them, and one of the things that I've noticed is that people generally think that you're a better conversationist if you're able to listen and understand what they're saying. So that's the whole part of being a friendlier person is to be a good conversationalist, which is in two parts, is mostly listening and making sure that you can, like, one, that the other person knows that you're with them and that you relate with them is a big part of being friendly, is knowing that you have the other person on your side. Yeah, totally. Totally agree. I think you, like, hit all the nails on the head there. I don't think we need to go on. That was basically the entire entire point. (laughs) 
So another part, I think, of becoming a, like a friendlier person would be the type of criticism you, you give your friends. Because I know like a lot of friends, when it comes to the friend group, like once you have a friend and stuff, it's it's kind of natural to just like, ah, you're, you're stupid and this sort of stuff. Like especially between us, like guys just like punching each other on the shoulder, like ah, laughing and like all this other sort of stuff that it's like so much easier to like treat your friends less you know like because they're your friends and you're like oh yeah they're my friend i can get away with doing this that and the other but another part is the criticism that you give them like no like not just saying like no you're wrong and i'm right sort of thing but also kind of like if they do something wrong and you want to help them you can kind of like guide them sort of through that like no you're not exactly 100 percent right but here's some things that i think you could do better on or like giving constructive criticism is definitely part of becoming a friendlier person. Instead of just saying, like, no, you're wrong, here's what's right, do this, da-da-da-da-da-da, I'm gonna yell in your face, because you're doing everything wrong, sort of thing. Kind of like trying to understand, going back again to the last episode. If you haven't listened to the last episode, definitely listen to it. It has a lot to do with this episode, and becoming a friendlier person, I think, is part of the communication and the conversation aspect. So onto that whole thing is how... How do you think that you could give better criticism to like a friend or a colleague or a peer? How do you think that giving cover, giving that uh, constructive criticism, how do you think you could do that? I feel that you could probably imagine like how, where they're coming from, kind of feel out their perspective, number one. So like if they're, for example, if somebody comes up to you and like, hey, did I solve this math problem correctly? And go, what? You got that answer? Loser. You, that's, that's pretty bad constructive criticism. You should go, oh. No, you did you did this step wrong. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. It's also when you speak to him, it's also kind of about tone and the way you just present it. So when you're giving constructive criticism, you should feel kind of like a little bit sympathetic, sort of. Like come off on the softer side. Like don't come off aggressive. Mm-hmm. Come off on the softer side. Try like feel their perspective because when you naturally criticize somebody, it's kind of giving uh, a negative connotation. It's a little bit hard to be a friendlier person when you have, like, that negative correlation or correlation with it. absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, Yeah, trying to put friendliness at the most lowest friendliness interaction. Yeah, exactly. That would be important. That would be very important. So another thing that I have from our notes and this other sort of thing is talking in terms of the other person's interests which is a really, if you think about that for a second, to become a friendlier person, friendly is also being approachable and like able to talk with stuff. If you talk in terms of the other person's, what the other person is interested in. So say like, I like Black Ops and Justin likes Destiny. They're two different games. They have very similar, some things that are very similar. Yeah, exactly. This is a thing. Justin will say one game is better. I'll fight for the other side. One of the things that I could say is relating to conversations, and this is one thing that I really appreciate my dad doing. My dad will go through and he'll explain something to me, and then he'll use the games that I enjoy as terminology to better get his point across. So one of the things he was describing to me, I believe it was, um, was talking about his game, his smite, that he really enjoys playing. And then he used terminology of the leveling up system and compared it to the game that I really enjoy, Black Ops. They say, like, you can't exactly proceed, which is this point of getting so high level that you basically go down to level zero and start over again. And he used this as a method to talk about his game, Smite, where there isn't something like that. So using talking in terms of the other person's point of view, like what they're interested in, 
and they're sort of like the thing that they're obsessed with and using that to better conversationalize and use that sort of thing. And so one of the stories that I read and one of the ones that I found that really emphasized the point of talking about terms of the other person's interests is there was a, a, a father who's the leader of a Boy Scout troop and he needed help with funding for the Boy Scout troop to go over to another country to do this big um, trip that they have set out. So he was going out and looked for people to fund his, help fund his Boy Scout meeting. So he got a meeting with a person and he said, look, I've only got, I've got a really busy schedule today. I can only give you five minutes. I need you to sum this up really quickly. So he, he took back a second and when he walked in, he noticed that there was a whole bunch of like baseballs and pictures of him and his son who played baseball to the person that he was trying to get the um, funding from. So he immediately asked him about his son and his baseball and asked like, oh, what's this from? And like, can you tell me a little bit about this? And then the the guy who was going to give him the funding, he like went on and on about his son and like all the baseball things and talked about things that he was really interested in and really enjoyed talking about. And then eventually he was like, looked at the clock and after he was done talking, he's like, oh my goodness, not only did I use up all of your time to talk about what you wanted, I spent an extra 25 minutes talking about my son in baseball. Look at I can cover you on whatever you need. Just give me a shout out. Here's my email. Here's this, that, and the other. And then meet me up and tell me all about how the trip goes and everything else. And it's kind of the whole idea that if you talk in the terms of the other person interested, not only are they more interested in you, they're more friendly because they're more open and explaining things that they really enjoy about. And they're sharing that thing they really enjoy about with you. So one of the questions I also wanted to ask you guys was what do you think some of the benefits are of becoming a friendlier person? Like what what is, just because, you know, you can do it and it's ultimately, you know, you feel good and all this other sort of stuff, what do you think is the benefits of becoming, actively becoming and purposely becoming a friendlier person are? Um, I think one of the main reasons is because when you have a friendlier person, more people are more attracted and drawn to you. And this leads for you to have better communications with all these people and all their pools of friends and other people they're connected to. So what this allows is a whole chain of networking for you to um, express your ideas and beliefs with not just your people in your circle, but have it being relayed to other people that could have similar ideas that follow yours. It could also lead at, at the end to like even stronger relationships within people just because you were friendly to one person it has a complete chain and ripple reaction throughout the year, their community and your community and just draws stronger ties between you and another person that you may have not even known before. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, also, so another reference to our previous episode, uh, we talked about the importance of understanding, but I mean, not everyone else is going to know to understand, seek first to understand, then to be understood. So you want to get people, so if you're friendly, people might be more likely to engage with you and listen to you and, and understand you. So you increase the actual, and then if you're under, you can understand them and they're already, then they're listening and they're drawn to kind of being, while being friendly, they'll listen to you. You can get a better conversation. You'd be more productive. So what do you guys think in terms of becoming a friendlier person and the journey? It really is. Like, you know, you always got to try to become a friendly person. It's not something you can just kind of wing unless you, like, know exactly what you're doing. Because it's, if you think about it, becoming a friendly person isn't all that easy because it takes a lot of effort to, like, think, am I paying attention to this person? And am I, like, 
am I becoming approachable and this stuff because it's so easy to become locked off with like your phone in your hand and this sort of that stuff. So what do you think the hardest part of becoming a friendlier person is? I think it's definitely you having to be self-aware. You got to be self-aware of all your actions and stuff. You got to constantly remind yourself what your goal is. My goal is to be a friendlier person. And what are the things that I got to do to achieve that? And mm-hmm. one way I feel like I would actually implement this really recently is um, in the hallway during school. Typically, I see my friends in the hallway. And I walk past them. And I give them a, like a little hand sign or something like, how you doing? Thumbs up or a little wave. But I think I'm going to probably start when I do this smiling more. Mm-hmm. Makes me seem more friendly. Makes me feel, oh, I'm excited to see you. Even though it's been like a couple periods or two, I haven't seen you in a while. I'm happy that I'm seeing you. Mm-hmm. So makes me a bit friendlier. I helps the other person know that, hey, I'm thinking about you. I care about you and all this, all other stuff. The hallway has its own language almost. I feel like yeah. I have, I have my own tagline, which each individual person that I know, it will be either like a snap in the point and I'll like smile as I walk past them or this. I've got a whole bunch, I have like a whole language book almost set up for every person that I see in the hallway. It's either like a what up, a high five. I've got fist bumps with people. And it's like each person has their own individual thing that every time I see them, like I've got one guy who we, we kept making fun of uh, my name because I wrote in my, uh, my nickname as Chris Chin. So I would rub my chin. And whenever I see him in the hallway, he'd start rubbing his chin. And then we'd do it until we pass. It was We've got some really funny things to do in the hallway just to like recognize like, hey, I still I remember who you are. I'm your I'm your friend. We've got this secret language going here as I rub my chin across the hallway because that's a thing. What is the hardest part of becoming a friendlier person? The hardest part of becoming a friendlier person is you really got to some things only get you really get credit for once you put to the test, like when it's really easy to be unfriendly, like in an argument. I mean, if you're in an argument, you can usually get people get you can it's easy to get kind of kind of aggressive and then it, it just degrades and you're not friendly and then no one wants to listen to each other. So becoming friendly in the most extreme situation, I think, could have been farther reaching effects. Like like mm-hmm. if you're more if you're friendly in the worst possible in the hardest possible area to be friendly. That's like a true test be, of character. If you're friendly in in the ultimate test, when you put it to the ultimate test, you might you probably want to be friendly in other places. Mm-hmm. So also speaking of arguments, so we're so that if you want to hear more about that, wait till next episode, episode five, where we talk about how to win people to your way of thinking. And on that note, I kind of like to spend a minute and thank you for listening to our podcast. It really, truly means a lot. We spend a lot of time and energy putting these episodes together for you and love to hear that you're enjoying them. Now, after hearing this episode, I want to, and all the advice you covered, I want to ask you, who's who's the person that you think would enjoy this episode the most? And I'd ask you to please share this episode with them and say, hey, I was thinking about you and I'd really like you to listen to this. It really means a lot when you share the podcast with your friends. And I'd like to thank you again for listening to this episode of Younger, Smarter, Better. We hope you learned something. And if you enjoyed this episode, you might enjoy our next episode. We'll be discussing how to win people over to your way of thinking. Have a nice rest of your day and stay hungry for knowledge.